0: Welcome to the New Orleans Saints podcast, presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Aaron Summers. The Saints are now five and three with the 27-25 loss of the Falcons on Sunday. They do have sole possession of second place in the NFC South. New Orleans scored 19 unanswered in the fourth quarter to take a 25-24 lead late. However, Atlanta kicked a field goal as time expired for the win. Saints quarterback Trevor Simeon went 25 of 41, passing for 249 yards with two scores and no interceptions. Saints head coach Sean Payton spoke to the media on Monday and said that Simeon made quick decisions and graded out well. Going forward, they have to find ways to create separation at the skill positions and maybe catch some passes. I added that last part, but he did mention some of the drop passes early in the game if caught would have helped Simeon and the Saints – overall have a better day. Peyton would not commit to his starting quarterback for the upcoming matchup against the Titans. Taysom Hill did see some time Sunday, completing two passes. Running back Alvin Kamara had 13 rushes for 50 yards and a score. Wide receiver Marquez Callaway caught his fourth career touchdown pass. Wide receiver Kenny Stills had two catches for 30 yards with one touchdown. That touchdown, his first of the 2021 season. Now, to break down the Saints-Falcons matchup and look at what's next, here's former Saints running back and current Saints radio analyst Deuce McAllister. Deuce, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Unfortunately, it is after a Saints loss as they fell 27-25 to Atlanta on Sunday. What were your initial thoughts following that game? It was a crazy fourth quarter and a way for that one to end.
1: Well, it's unfortunate that you lost. I mean, I thought that you did uh, things good enough in in, in spots, you know, obviously not the overall game. And uh, it ended up coming to bite you as far as, you know, uh, execution is concerned and just making some of the mental mistakes that you had kind of avoided the last couple of weeks. And so that's one of the things that they're going to have to get fixed. Uh, You know, when you look at it from a defensive standpoint, you were outstanding in the run game as far as stopping the run, but you gave up explosive plays, and you know that's really something that you can't do. We've got to figure out a way to do things a little bit different uh, via third down as well. I mean, I thought Atlanta was able to extend drives via third down, and so um, we had been playing really, really well defensively in those particular areas, and I think obviously when you look at it from an offensive standpoint, you had chances, man. I mean, you had chances early in that first half, and we just didn't cash in. I mean, and so you talk about the drop passes, you can talk about the penalties and different things of that nature. I mean, but we just got to play better as a unit.
0: You mentioned some of those big explosive plays. The run defense has been really good all season. What needs to change as far as defending the pass and eliminating some of those big yardage plays?
1: Well, some of that's going to be communication issues, uh, you know, and just everybody being on the same page and understanding and knowing kind of what we have to do and what we're doing from a um, offensive standpoint. The other part of it is, you know, pass rushing. So to be able to get a pass rush, that's what you're going to have to do. It works hand in hand when you talk about offense, defensive philosophy uh, being on that same page.
0: You said earlier in the game there were some mistakes, and obviously there were a few drop passes, some penalties. Those are things, though, that the team can clean up and fix. Overall, this team has been through a lot, and they have rebounded. They've risen to the occasion. What have you liked about the mentality and the way the team kind of just continues to rebound from some of these situations that they've run into this
1: year? Yeah, even though the personnel has changed, you still still see a tough – Tough-minded team, a tough team. Uh, you know that you can't allow one play to kind of beat you. You can't allow one game to kind of beat you. And so that's just a staple of Sean Payton and the group that he's put together, and some of the things that they kind of believe in. And so it's going to be a challenge. And you know this upcoming week will be a challenge for the guys. You're playing a very, very good uh, Tennessee Titans team, and I think they're up for that challenge. They have to go on the road. They have to go out there and play well if they want to be successful. And so I think from a cleaning things up standpoint, what they'll definitely do and you know that they uh capability in the question i mean it's it, it it's guys going out there and executing at this point
0: offensively who would you like to see step up and be some of those big playmakers
1: Well, obviously, you've leaned a lot on Alvin. I mean, uh, you know, at some point, he's going to have to get some help. And so you talk about this skill group in general. Those guys have to continue to step up. You know, when you talk about being able to make plays consistently, uh, you know, whether it's the wide receiver room, whether it's the tight end room, you know, they've got to be able to make plays. And even Alvin himself can continue to raise his game up week in and week out. I mean, that's what it's going to take from that standpoint. And so, you know, from the offensive standpoint, they just want to be better. I mean, I thought that they were doing things really, really really well before a couple guys got hurt you get some of those injured guys back but now you know it's just fitting everybody back into that process.
0: Quarterback Trevor Simeon getting his first start since the 2019 season how do you think that he handled that moment?
1: I thought he did well I mean I thought he played well obviously he'll go and tell you hey look there's some throws that I need to make a little bit better you know ball placement uh, getting the football out of my hands you know my drops as far as where am I going on my drops. You know, uh, I I think that obviously he can improve on some of those things. But at the same time, it's a team effort, you know, and he, his offensive line has to do a better job of blocking and protecting his receivers and tight ends and running backs. You got to catch the ball. You know, the one thing that I will say, I would love for them to pick up the rhythm, you know, and I, I thought it was uh, too much walking around, you know, instead of them getting out in and out of the huddle getting the right personnel, I mean, that's rhythm from an offensive standpoint. And I think that helps them from an offensive standpoint of pressing a defense. I mean, because now they see the Saints are moving fast. They see the Saints, you know, you're not changing anything. It's not a two-minute, but it's just a rhythm as far as the offense, getting them going, and I think that helps, you know, some guys because they don't have to – A lot of times to think about something. They know it. It's secondhand nature. And so that's where they have to really get back to going and, you know, just really pressing them as a group to get in the out of the huddle. You know, I don't want to see guys walking around. You know, we're we're hustling up to where we have to get. Those are just small little things that, you know, from a, a staple of Sean Payton and his offense, you stress a defense in that manner.
0: And we saw a lot of that in the fourth quarter. Things definitely seemed to be moving quicker. They were in more of a rhythm and it was more effective for them. You mentioned Coach Payton and what he likes. You've had a lot of experience with him as a head coach. What is your take on what he's been able to do this season?
1: Well, it's a lot of moving pieces. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of moving at the quarterback position. And so, you know, it starts with the quarterback getting on the same page with him, making sure that he understands the plan, and then him being confident and going out and executing that plan. After that, everybody else has a job. You go do your job. And that's what you have to worry about, you know, whether your number is uh, 41 or whether your number is, you know, 92. It doesn't matter. Everybody has a job. You go out there and you do your job. And, you know, it's about execution.
0: Right now, the Saints are sitting at five and three. They've done pretty well considering everything that's happened this season. And they're at second in the NFC South. How do you think this division is going to shake out?
1: Uh, a lot of football and you know you're still alive you're at the halfway point uh and 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 you go and you look and you say man we're five and three we probably should be seven and one you know when you look at it and just Mm -hmm. easily you could probably turn around and say we probably should be three and five Mm -hmm. you know so this is uh a team that has went out and played well. They've got to play better at home. Next two games, they're on the road. They will be tough matches up matchups. You know, uh and and I'm not sure that you could even you will even be favorite this weekend as far as playing in Nashville. Uh, and, and, but that's a matchup that the Saints really like. And so they've got to go out and prove it, just go out and show it. And so I, I do think that they have the talent where they can go, you know, maybe not run the table, but, you know, have a better than four and four record uh, in the, in the, in the back end. And actually it would be the five and four because you play uh, nine games left, you know, instead of just a traditional eight games at the halfway mark. But, you know, I'm interested to see how this team bounce backs talent, talent is a the question. They've got enough talent. You don't have a lot of talent. Uh, error margin or margin of error like you traditionally have in the past so it's not perfect that you have to play but you have to play more consistent
0: sure how have you enjoyed your role this season being in the broadcast booth and watching the saints from up top
1: I enjoy it. I mean, you know, for me, uh, my enjoyment comes when they're successful, you know, and I know what the work that they're putting in. I know the time that you're putting in. And so to be able to enjoy the fruits of the labor of the hard work, that's what really uh, you, you you're excited about. And then, you know, for the fans perspective, just being able to see them and their excitement and how different it is when the team is doing well versus when they're doing bad. So, I mean, for me, you know, you definitely enjoy the ride and, you know, you're just pulling for them.
0: Yeah and I see you wearing the Ole Miss shirt. You had an Ole Miss game this weekend. You were able to call your alma mater for the SEC Network. What was that experience like?
1: It was pretty cool. I mean uh, you know just to be able to get back and 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 be in that role obviously is different and you know I know a couple of my buddies are upset because I didn't really hang out with them. I said look man (laughs) you know I'm coming up here to work. I can't hang out with you guys uh, a long night Friday night and next thing I know I'm struggling Saturday morning where I'm, I'm at the stadium already they're just getting up and so I didn't do that but uh, you know you definitely enjoy you're excited for the the, the team just because of the uh, uh, past failure that they've had and to be in this in this moment in that spotlight I think it's pretty cool for them so you know from obviously a, a, a former alumni having the opportunity to do that was pretty cool for me
0: Yeah, you're a pretty busy guy. You're calling games on Saturdays and Sundays. Now, how do you manage your week? What does it look like?
1: It's a it's a unique support system that I have in place, you know, just being able to uh, be there for your family, the wife and kids, you know, obviously juggling a lot on their ends. But just making sure that you're involved as well with what they have going on and, you know, trying to manage, you know, the studying part, the travel part uh, and making sure that hopefully you don't miss anything that happens, whether it's around each league or whether it's, you know, just around your specific game. And so uh, it's tough. You worry about the travel, you know, some of the stuff that you can't control. You always want to have a backup plan in place for that. And so outside of that, it could be a lot worse, you know. And so uh, for myself, you know, just enjoying it.
0: All right, I have to ask you, uh, Mark Ingram, running back here for the Saints, needs 20 more yards to pass your record for all-time rushing yards with the Saints. How do we feel about that?
1: I wish he had got it last week, you know, and so uh, it would have been great for him to get it at home, you know, so not only he could enjoy it, but the fans could enjoy it. And so uh, for myself, I I, I was blessed. I mean, me me and my teammates, we went out there and we worked and, you know, we had some goals. We accomplished the majority of those goals. And so Mark and the guys, they have kind of did the same thing. And so for him to break it, um, more power to him I mean, because obviously he's deserving he's worked really hard and uh he'll break it this upcoming weekend you know knock on wood and uh if it helps the team then hey i'm i'm, I'm for it but i'm definitely proud of mark as well
0: yeah that's a great answer i like it because you, you know hopefully that means that good things are happening for the team if he's out there running for more than 20 yards at least it's been good to yep. have him back on the squad Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate the insight on this past matchup and what you think of the Saints going forward.
1: No problem. Thank you.
0: Appreciate Deuce for making some time. Great perspective. As mentioned, Ingram finished with nine rushes for 43 yards and caught five passes for 21 yards Sunday against the Falcons. He now has 6,077 career rushing yards as a Saint with 20 more rushing yards. Hopefully this Sunday at Tennessee, he would surpass Deuce McAllister for first place on the club's all-time rushing yardage list. Ingram is also tied with Deuce for third in club record books with 55 total touchdowns. we Will be fun to track that on Sunday. For the Saints podcast, I'm Aaron Summers. Thanks for joining me and tune in again Wednesday on New the Saints app presented by Verizon, or on Apple iTunes. Have a great day.